Oh, check it. Back by popular demand. I'm getting demands now to record. I'm feeling like uh, something with rhymes with Graham. Nah, this is V, um, aka Vernon English. Thank you for listening to the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. Thank you to the subscribers. Thank you guys. I had constructive criticism. Shouts out to uh, people who leave comments and uh, tell me about the podcast. They were saying that I was saying um a lot. <laughs> saying um and um and um. So uh, I will change just the rhetoric and articulate my words and or smoke weed before or after I, you know what I'm saying, record a podcast i'll interchangeably do that but i'll make sure that i'm thinking straight so that i can (laughs) better explain what it is that i want to uh see there you go what i want to verse for everyone so oh i have a discord you can also hit me on there you can hit me on amazon you can hit me on instagram you can hit me on uh, multi-platforms i actually on still on twitter Shouts out to Elon. <laughs> Straight charging people $20 a month to get verified so that he weeds out all of uh, the bots and everything. So I think that, you know, if I'm a tech person and I want to clean up a company and do something from the ground up and I know what the company is capable of and its specs and, you know, being right there in the running it it literally is uh the game changer from the year 2007 and 2000 whatever and beyond and used as the source or media service from an artist standpoint i'm an artist and you know my opinion can be taken which way ever you want i find this uh very very intriguing i'm very curious as to what um the capabilities of someone in their imagination mixed in with other engineers and techs into what they can verse and what code they can put into it and further complicate something uh, since it's only 140 characters of a character, excuse me, of a hyperlink. And that's how people, you know, exchange the information. And that's how I originally looked at a product as the product. (laughs) This is back when it first dropped. I was on it and you basically shorten your HTTP and then you post it and then you have someone else as a hyperlink and then you have a conversation with them. That's essentially what you would do in a chat or you would do it anywhere, and everyone had a voice. So I thought that was very, you know, important, very uh, game-changing for information and posting articles and posting things on the web. And I'm just excited right now. I'm really getting into the day. Uh, It's a lot of stuff happening around the world. And as an artist, once again, I have the liberty of, you know, the more people support my art, the more intricate it becomes. And so I have the liberty of intricately going through and meticulously crafting these things that I have uh, beyond, you know, just binging a show. Because this show that I'm crafting or this book or this story that I'm crafting is something that it's a continual thing and it's never ending. And so I get the liberty of like adding more dialogue, speaking to other people and seeing what they're interested in and then twisting the dialogue with the characters that I have um, and their conversations and making it more relatable so that someone won't think just in this given situation that that's not what they would say. I mean, being a male, you have that male voice. But once again, incidentally, I always say 
you know, when you want to write in different characters or you want to personify what other characters will do, you have to have this general conversation with that opposite sex to get that voice. It, it will always inevitably be in a male voice. It will always inevitably be in a woman's voice as you write. But to have that exchange where interchangeably you can tell a woman uh, said this or she thought that or a male thought that, inevitably that's what he was thinking and that's uh, his choices uh, given the situation and the setting. And that's the thing that interests me. The comedic timing of things is what interests me. And that's what I wake up in the morning for. You know, that's, you know, my, I, I model myself after certain things, but all of these things are a template. As an artist, I would never suggest another artist do the things that I've done in life to get to the point of understanding this self or point of, you know, how their art impacts their day-to-days. It's a thing of self-realization uh, for themselves, for other artists, you know, and I would never say not go into whatever it is that you want to as an endeavor. If it is your art project, please take it seriously. I always say this, uh, never put it off the back burner or say that it is planned, whatever, whatever, or it's just a project. It's actually something you believe in. And when you believe in something, other people will do to blah, do the same as well. Um, regardless if it doesn't happen on the daily, the, the energy and the motion of that, you know, that continual energy and motion of that, um, something of fruition has to come. And that's when you see uh, different projects. So uh, I've been getting a lot of uh, just positive responses. I'm excited for what I'm bringing in the next few years. Um, in the next few months, actually, so I'm just going to buckle down and uh, bring some more uh, ideas that I have, uh, some more characters and OCs, uh, that's original content, and yeah, it's crazy because, I mean, I'm not going to talk about current events, it's a lot of current shit going on, like, I, I smoke weed, so I, I'm currently more interested in Inuyasha and what him and Kagome are experiencing in this imaginary world versus <laughs> something that, you know what I'm saying, pops up on my news feed and everybody's talking about. Uh, I've always been that way and that's how I focus laser in on my attention. And you can say it's like a childlike aspect, but uh, I often find that my childlike self had that laser focus when it came to things that he was interested in and the things that he wasn't kind of definitely awesomely fell to the wayside until he had to bring that to his attention again. And <laughs> it's not a diss to anything that's happening in the world. It's just this, as an artist, as a creative, to gauge and step aside from, so float above yourself and next to yourself and then behind all of them and then see currently of how you're basically um, not modeling but understanding what is happening around you uh, how by comparison uh, you are experiencing these things but then too how are you um, what would you call articulating them how are you expressing them and, and that's the best point or visual that I can give someone as to what I do when um, I'm thinking of ideas or people are telling me about certain things. 
And so, you know, Inuyasha is a great point and where I always, you feel me, like come with more creative aspect, more uh, ideas of inspiration. I have many other animes that I can go through my Rolodex in my head. And it's pretty much uh, <laughs> since what? Middle school and since I started this when I was like six years old of me and this going through this endless just records and record store of all these different stories that people have left and it takes the curious mind to go in and pick up whichever one you want and see if it's you know worth your time versus someone just giving a recommendation and just saying hey you should check that out both are equally as good but I see that as a daily thing I look at lists and the reasoning why people you know say something is cool or whatever like I always let the hype <laughs> die down first before you know what I'm saying if something is really really good then it will stand the test of time and I've always been that way ever since I was a little shorty like ever since I was young and I got you know my own opinion like seven years old and I was just like, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, it's cool. You know, like when other people were trying to make uh, me jealous of things. And I always found that funny. And as a kid, no one had to teach me how to just be myself, but to focus on what I wanted to, to create. And I, I'm looking now and someone mentioned like, you know, T'Challa and Black Panther. And uh, I always say how impactful that was as a black man uh, for me to see that. <clears throat> And I'm in my 30s, like, you know, I went with a family member and I, I think I actually paid for the ticket for us to go or something like this because it was that important for me to show this to someone of a positive image of a black person where usually a black man would be uh, a cop, a detective, uh, a fed, uh, <laughs> a security worker, Hmm, comedy guy, dressed up as a woman, uh, what else? Gangster, like all of these different things. But in the, he's never been a superhero that had been taken seriously. You know, there was only Blade and then what? How many other African-Americans? We've had movies about horror films and then we've had, you know, the, the apology films for slavery and that was it. There was no serious, serious, like insanely serious film that took the source material and based, you know, saying a live action. And it was an actual great live action film. I, I often caution people as to how much we pay attention to things and how often we've actually like watched something the way kids do. I'm a big kid, so I'm going to watch it like five, six, seven times before I come up with an opinion. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you were watching or you seen it in the movie theater, but I had never seen anything in my lifetime of a positive black image. A black guy on film articulating, speaking, and then commanding and having his own country, you know, with other intelligent African Americans who are also articulating and speaking and then doing cool magnanimous shit like <laughs> kind of blew my mind and I didn't need to trip on LSD. Now, you have to take into consideration of where I come from, which is Chicago, and, you know, that imaging and, you know, inundation of seeing things on the news and you see things. Pretty much the only other black people I've seen on cartoons were one and few and far in between. 
not the showrunners, not the whole basis of the entire film. You know, John, uh, what you call it, he was the black guy on, um, <clears throat> I think, uh, the Green Lanterns in DC. Like, this is one black guy <laughs> off of one team with Superman and Batman. Like, of course he's going to be outshadowed on the things that he has to say. So, Black Panther basically, like, as I always tell people, this is a writer's room. Uh, this actually influenced my story as I wrote it for the fourth book. And I remember this because this is like 2020, 2019, around that time and era. And I wanted to craft this extra place. And so I was, you know, developing this heroism or this sense of intelligence, you know. And I developed this into this character where um, he was this displaced king. Now, I kind of split him into like two to three different types of characters as far as like <clears throat> his temperament. But this basic like place, right? And, and I, I section all the stories off and not to confuse you. Um, was in this place of crystals and so it was in the middle of the desert but they had this decadent you know immaculate place um, of architecture based off of stones that were in the ground and so uh, they had the crystals on them they awoke in this place but they didn't have their memories and so it's basically like these rich people wake up or these very smart people wake up and then they're going amongst their houses and places and figuring out how things work again um, interchangeably learning their own language again and then learning their customs and thing again right so they do so in a non-violent fashion <laughs> and kind of figure things out themselves but then still to have answers that needed to be had or questions and they just go through and go out their houses and then their kingdoms and then I had this one character where I based off of and he kind of was the leader of them and he was basically, you know, apologizing for them for getting their memories and himself for even, you know, them putting them in themselves in that place in the first place. And I, there was no answers. There is only theories as to why it happened and I don't explain. But like I say, I don't, you know, rip things from something I develop. So if I see something that inspires me, I'm not just going to rip it from that character so you it looks exactly the same or they say the same thing. I, I'm basing this off of the inspiration. It inspired the look of something where it can be something totally different. And, and I, I want it to look like nothing else, but I wanted to, you know, put this in there as the next movie comes out and people are getting their own theories the the story of Black Panther is so extensive. Like it's before my time, before I was born, nineteen sixties type deal with Jack Kirby and you know the big what's his face, um, the guy who created Marvel. Uh, those guys are legends in the game. You know, like nobody else can compare to their imagination and the scope of what they were creating at a time where it was very divisive. And to have that character is something that I love and it's great. I want to see other people of color on great films that, you know, they develop their own imaginations, their own looks, their own mythologies. I'm, I mean, all I got to do is just go on Instagram and just find them. Uh, illustrators, you know, people are, are, they've got their own stories they've been developing since this time period. So I'm just keeping up 
And I, I once again, like I'm inspired. I, I'm probably going to watch the movie again uh, soon in the next two to three days. And I'll probably do some other projects, knock those out. Uh, shouts out to anyone who listens. Shouts out to Mark Marin. Uh, soon to do podcasts whenever. <laughs> Make sure you bring your weed. Uh, anybody else in the L.A. area, shouts out to you guys on your podcast. Uh, keep it going. Keep it clean. Well, I can't even say keep it clean. I want to say, people, keep your opinions as opinions. And then keep things that we look at as artists. Not everyone is an artist. And so artists have a different temperament. And we have a different sense of judgment. And we don't pretty much categorize people so much as labeling them. And exceptionally as their actions and the things that we see is only like a timestamp without speaking to someone it's kind of different so it, i'm speaking of someone who i haven't met i'd rather speak about imaginary characters who i, I read and i feel like i met <laughs> it's a difference like energetically i know these characters i'm not speaking ill of these characters and i know that Somewhere in the imaginary universe, in the multiverse of string theory, they'll appreciate me and their inspiration that they bring. So, uh, watching Nuyasha, watch episode if you have your girlfriend, and that that's a good you know romantic anime to check out. Uh, I've come with some more. I think Nana is a good one too, but I have to like look at the story if it's like weird or something. There's others too. Uh, I'm trying to think of, but I'll come with more on the list. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Once again, hit the subscribe button. Peace.